Welcome to this episode of Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever, the podcast where two cousins discuss all things Janet Jackson. Today, we're going to talk about Janet Jackson's No Sleep. My name is Courtney, and I'm here with my cousin, Cousin Cam. Hey, Cam, what's going on your way? Well, today I am having an adventure of cooking neck bones. <laughs> neck bones, really? I recently found out as an African-American woman that I should be able to cook neck bones. Oh, I might be in <laughs> trouble. And the reason why I'm learning how to cook is because I'm actually tired of eating chicken <laughs> and ribs. So I was like, let me try something different. So we gave it a try. Right now it's not going too good. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, so right now I'm currently putting every soul season that I have in my kitchen in this water, trying to make it decent. I have so many questions, but I'm not going to ask any of them because my black card is always in jeopardy. So I'm just going <laughs> to move on. <laughs> All right, now let's get to our girl. We got a lot to talk about in the world of Janet Jackson. Yes, we do, because Janet is out on tour. And she's getting great reviews. She is, yes. Every time I see a review, I'm getting more and more excited as I think about them coming. August 3rd is the day they'll be here in Charlotte, and I'm so excited about that. But with this tour kind of kicking up, is a lot more activity on social media. Yes, I was like, is there a video every hour almost? It feels like every day. <laughs> I'm at work, and this little thing is chiming. <laughs> And, you know, I was like, I need to turn this off. But then I was like, but Janet might need me. So I can't, <laughs> I can't turn it off. <laughs> Super exciting. Every time the little chime comes, I'm like, oh, is it Janet? <laughs> now, one of the coolest things I saw was her crashing a Jan film party. There's a video of her singing Remember the Time, which is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. Not the favorite, but one of the favorites. And she was jamming it out in the club. I thought that was really cool. So apparently a group in Austin put together a little pre-party. They were just going to get the jam fam together and hang out and enjoy one another before the concert. I believe it was the following night. And uh, Janet and her dancers came through. They just showed up at the bar where they were gathering. Um, and they all came through and hung out with them for a little while. And I was like, that is awesome. And then also, did you see the video about the tattoo parlor? Getting the tattoos? I did. That one was in Cincinnati, and I liked that one, too. <laughs> we need to go get matching tattoos. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a no. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I thought about, like, would I get a tattoo? And I guess the answer is yes. But I don't know. I haven't been convicted enough of something that I want on my body forever. So am I open to the idea? Yes. But do I have an idea worth putting permanently on my body currently the answer is no well i have one and i've i mean i'm dying to get a second one and a third one but the thing is with me i want something that's unique everybody has the same <laughs> butterfly tattoo music <laughs> notes the microphone so it's like trying to find something that only i have is it's the only hold up for me it seemed like there was like three four or five dancers who were in the shop getting tattoos so i guess that's a pretty cool memento right when you've been on tour and you've bonded and this is your family and another thing you can say is like we got tattoos together that'd be a great story to tell your kids you see this right here <laughs> now i don't know if janet got one uh you know she was <laughs> in the shop and she was wincing as gil got his but i don't know if she added to her collection uh i i, I guess we'll know if she tells us yeah, she she later on we might find out if she got one. 
Yes. So you like the visit to the tattoo parlor. I really love the video she released. I think a little later that same night in Cincinnati of them playing Jenga. <laughs> it was so fantastic. This full two minutes of like planning how to lose gracefully, like <laughs> how not to get knocked out by the giant Jenga. <laughs> well, I have a confession because was it? I've never played Jenga. <laughs> I've never played it. <laughs> You're not alone. I don't think I have ever played Jenga. And even worse, I actually own Jenga. <laughs> I remember buying it. It was like clearance $5. And I was like, this is cool. I should get it. But I haven't played it. Can you play Jenga by yourself? You know, I'm good for hosting a game night. So I've had several game nights and still Jenga has not come out. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I'm also turning into my mother, right? Like once you buy stuff for yourself, because this is what I was thinking just the other day. I was like, we're planning to have a game night in August. And I was like, we could play Jenga. And then my next thought was, but I don't want to scratch my table. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Put a towel down or something. (laughs) That was my next thought. (laughs) Ooh, okay, we're going to move on from yes, that because yes. we, we don't want you to scratch up your table. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up an interesting post that you saw about a wedding photo. I literally just typed in hashtag Janet Jackson Instagram to see what came up. And a picture came up of a wedding photo. It was a couple. And Janet was in the picture. And the um, lady who posted the picture was saying, thank you, Janet Jackson, for making you know, delighting our guests and delighting. It was her sister, I think. So her sister and brother-in-law mm-hmm. um, making their day. And I was just like, the the picture actually had 10 likes. Like nobody knew that this woman had gone <laughs> <laughs> to someone's wedding. And I think it was just when they were out and about in Cincinnati, she just happened upon it and they asked her to be in the photo. Now, I don't know. I wasn't there, but that's kind of the way the post made it sound Yeah, um, was that she was just kind of there and they asked her because they did take pictures all over. You know, I used to live in Cincinnati, so I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out where they were and I did figure out where they were. Like I knew where the two tattoo parlor was. I knew where some of the pigs, there were some postings of them sitting on pigs. I knew where some <laughs> of the pigs were. So I'm like, man, I know where y'all are. I, I was like, unfortunately, I haven't been there in six years, but that's not the point. What's so funny about the picture to me is Janet got a hand on the man's shoulder like, what's up, homie? Hey, <laughs> like, like they went to grade school with each other. Like, what's I up? didn't even <laughs> notice that. Now I got to go back and look. That's you too know. funny. <laughs> she made it work, right? Like she looked like she should be there, even though we know she shouldn't. Yeah. They're all fancy dressed and she's in her, I call it her uniform. So she's in her uniform. Uh, the black shirt, black pants, and like they're in their wedding attire, and she just fit right on in, like only Janet Jackson could do. Like, yeah, okay, y'all need me right here. Okay, let's take a right, picture. right. <laughs> She's so gracious, though. We really stand not just a living legend, but we really stand maybe the kindest, m- most human, most compassion legend ever. I'm sure that's not what she set out to do that day, but she was gracious enough to do it when asked. And so I just really appreciate that about her, about her always trying to give her fans what they want, you know, within reason. But she is not afraid to be in close contact with her fans and enjoy their company as they enjoy her. So I just love that about her. You should get married so we can try to get her to come to yours so I can show her my demo. Listen, okay, first off, the demo. We're not going to do this demo thing again. <laughs> we're not, we not going to do it. All right. 
but <laughs> I posted on Facebook that I'm really considering uh, taking a day off when they arrive and renting a wedding dress and just roaming around town to see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna just hang out in some parks. <laughs> See what happens. But you gotta find somebody to play the groom. You know I'm gonna talk about you. I'm like, that's a dang shame. My cousin in the park in a wedding dress. Look, look. <laughs> if I could increase the probability of it happening from like beyond zero, if I could get to like 10% chance, I would do it. Don't embarrass yourself, cuz. <laughs> I wouldn't be embarrassed when I was posted online next to Janet Jackson in my winter wedding dress. I would not. And did you notice that in some of the footage, though, there was like a cameraman in the background? Do you? Yeah, think? you pointed that out. There is. And I've seen him before. Um, remember when they surprised her with the birthday and the confetti and the balloons and all that? Yeah. He was yeah. walking backwards in that little shot, too. So you think the Netflix deal is true? You know, I'm trying to get my hopes up because she told us not to believe things until she says them. And she hasn't said it. But I kind of want it. <laughs> I know so much. <laughs> I kind of so, want it. So much. And especially, too, like, with this behind the scenes with the tour and everything, like, this is the perfect time. And I got to, I have to believe a little bit that some of the stuff she's doing in these various cities or whatever could be, you know, I don't want to say fodder because I think that they get out and enjoy things as wherever they go when they can. But mm -hmm. it could be good material for a documentary. Maybe that's driving some of these these random videos we're seeing. So I'm hoping I'm really hopeful. I'm trying to get my hopes up, but I am very hopeful that we can get a documentary series that we can binge. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Also, in some not quite Janet news, but definitely someone who's joined the companies of Janet and Michael Jackson, Mr. Drake. Um, he made history with his number one album, Scorpion. Have you listened to it? Mm-mm. Okay. No, I haven't. I, okay. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I'm honestly, the only song I've heard is Kiki, and that is mostly because <laughs> I'm sick of y'all and... Key, key. I don't love neither one. I don't know. Come on. I'm e so done. Come on, man. Come on. You gotta love a good challenge. You know, I didn't even know that was Drake until you told me so. <laughs> and I don't have anything against Drake. I nothing. But it's just it's I have nothing against him. But it's not it's nothing that I have to run out and get. Like I really don't quite understand the phenomenon. Like, I don't dislike him, and I think he's really good, but I guess I don't understand the phenomena. Because the reason why I think Drake is so <laughs> successful is because he's always in his feelings, and as much as people try to act like they're so hard and tough and all this and that, everybody's always in their feelings. Yeah, so maybe that's it. And then he puts a good beat and melody behind, and next thing you know, we were thinking about a hotline bling. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> if you check the charts... Last week, Drake set a record with seven songs to appear inside the top 10 on the right. top 100. And that was actually held by Janet with the Rhythm Nation 1814 project. So Drake is in some good company. Definitely. Um, really, it was Janet and Michael who had accomplished that feat. And I think Janet had a little more impressive because I know she had the most top fives 
mm-hmm. inside of the top <laughs> seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's pretty cool for him. So, you know what? I might actually, I might consider listening to the album and see what I can see what, what's out there. But I will say, you know, and Uh-oh. I am a Janice stan. So, I yes. do have, just hearing you tell, say that, I do have two huge differences that, to me, should make Michael and Janet continue to stand alone. Okay, break it down. One, their albums didn't have 25 songs. <laughs> Yeah, you had a good eight tracks, <laughs> maybe ten. It was probably ten, probably ten or twelve. Mm-hmm. And then also too, the way that they do the Hot 100 now, so they didn't have the luxury of streaming or digital sales or that type of thing, right? Mm-mm. You had to go so, out there and work it. <laughs> yeah. So not to discount what Drake is doing because that's impressive. I mean, not, mm-hmm. that, not to take away, but I think we have to understand that it is a different thing that he's doing than what Michael and Janet did. Right. I'm glad to know that he's had being successful. And I do agree. And it comes to hard selling hard physical copies of a single or, or an album, Michael and Janet definitely deserve to keep that that record it's easier now to pick up your phone and sometimes you don't even be looking for that single that song and it comes up and they get credits so yeah and and now we're in the era of anything can be a single right like back then they had to select what Mm -hmm. went to the radio and it was timed and you know over time so you janet had songs on I, i think from the was this the Rhythm Nation album? She yeah, had, it's the Rhythm Nation. She had songs in the top 10 from that one album in three consecutive years because that's how slowly the singles were dripping. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Drake because I don't have anything negative to say about him. Like, I I always like it when the seemingly, I don't know enough about him, so you all could, like, totally ruin this, but the seemingly good guy wins. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm rooting for him, and I... I'm glad that if someone was going to get these accolades that it is him, even though I'm not very familiar with his music, maybe I'll do better. But I'm glad for him. Just want to point out that it is a very different thing than what was accomplished before. You know, you could pick any single that you want out of the 32 and you could do uh, sound streaming counted and all those things. So it's just very different. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad it's somebody other than Taylor Swift. Oh, did I say that? I said that out of love. <laughs> I said that out of love. Did oh, you God. know? Because it didn't sound super <laughs> loving. But... <laughs> All right. So let's get into this week's song. This week's song is No Sleep. And I have a question to ask you because you're, you're my wise older cousin. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> what is plush? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, toilet paper is plush. <laughs> and the reason why I asked that is because, I mean, because you hear the groove of the song and then you hear plush. Yes. Yes. And, and I remember when they were um <laughs> tweeting, like, you know, kind of the lead up the build up to this single sometimes it'll say hashtag plush and uh hashtag conversations in a cafe eventually we came to understand conversations in a cafe but i still don't know what plush is (laughs) (laughs) 
But anyway, Plush definitely uh, <laughs> definitely stood out in that song. And uh, No Sleep was the first single released in seven years off her 11th studio album. When news broke that she was actually releasing some new material, it was like our thirst had been quenched. It was. We were ready. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. And this is, I'm just, I don't even know how I feel about saying this. <laughs> okay. But I remember when she got married and moved and I said to myself, we're never going to see Janet Jackson again. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I said that like she couldn't make an album from somewhere else but it's like this is it we never gonna see her again so <laughs> you know I just thought of I thought about the Jackson American Dream movie where Tito got married the guy playing Michael says how can you do this to our fans how can you get married <laughs> You do this to us. You can- <laughs> yes, yes. And I wasn't even mad, though, because I was just like, listen, she had a good run. She gave us more than we deserve. If this is the time for her to step away and just focus on her family and that, I'm good. But I, I literally in my mind had said that. So when this started dripping like she's coming back, I was like, oh, my goodness. I was really, truly stunned and excited. She had a great buildup. Because when she's, if I'm not mistaken, it was a tweet that I've been listening. Let's keep the conversation going. I was like, what conversation you been having, (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, I had to to call my sister and say, hey, (laughs) Jenna said she been listening. (laughs) What we been saying? (laughs) (laughs) What what we talking about at the meeting? (laughs) What was said? Yes, that was a very interesting, but it was so her, the way that she introduced this single with, you know, the little clip of the video that she tweeted out. And then, you know, just with some of the tweets that she was sending out, it was very esoteric and it was very confusing and it was intriguing and sexy and perfectly her. Like (laughs) it was perfectly her is what it was and it definitely it definitely made you pay attention and anticipate her return yeah and I was just so glad that she released something that was like real smooth and sexy and just the Janet that I love listening to because I was saying to myself Lord if she come out with one of those trying to be like in the trap or hip hop songs (laughs) this ain't gonna work but when I heard that groove I was like oh that's my jam Yes, that's one of the things about this song is it was instantly catchy. It felt like when I heard That's the Way Love Goes, it was just an instant earworm. It reminded me of Come Back to Me because when you hear first couple of seconds of Come Back to Me, you hear the keys and you just know, like, if I hear those keys, I know, oh, this this Come Back to Me. Hold up. Let me turn my You know what this song actually reminds me of? And it's not a Janet Jackson song. When I hear this song. And it could just be because I imagine her dancing. Uh-huh. But I hear Mary J. Blige's Be Happy. It reminds me of that type of groove. This single was actually released on June 23rd, which two months before the start of the sold out Unbreakable tour, which, yes, I got my first experience of Janet. Yes. Oh, that was I your just, first tour? I think I knew yes. that. Or did I yeah. forget? I because. Knew that. Yeah, and it was a shock because me and my sister was like, mm, Jenny going on tour. I was like, 
let's look at the tickets. And when we saw how reasonable the tickets were and the seats that we're going to get, we was like, let's do it. So we went and saw her in Memphis. Um, but just the fact that when this song came out, the whole two months, I was just like, oh, no sleep. <laughs> it was amp. <laughs> I was ready. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you mentioned that you were worried that it was going to be like a, her trying to keep up with whatever the trend was. Uh, right. We were going to get a trap soul Janet or something like that. Yeah. And I was so relieved. When I tell you I was so relieved when I found out it was going to be produced by Jimmy and Terry. Uh, with Janet Jackson, I think it should be a contract, a clause in her contract that says she cannot do a project without Jimmy and Terry. <laughs> no offense, no offense to other producers who worked on some Janet projects, but if it ain't got that Jimmy or that Terry, I don't, I just can't, I just can't feel it. Just don't Listen. make my toes tap. You know? don't make your toes tap. They don't make my toes tap. <laughs> I'm okay like she's an artist and I think that she should be able to experiment with whatever she wants to experiment with and I also think that artists should be allowed to recreate themselves like I always say if you if you want just more of the same stuff that they're already making then listen to the albums you already got <laughs> but to this point I just was so hungry for a new Janet Jackson and I was just like Please don't be terrible. Please don't be terrible. Please. <laughs> I'm going to listen anyways and I'm going to pretend it's good. But please don't be terrible. <laughs> please don't sound like what I've been listening to. I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to say no names, but I heard a, radio, a song on the radio today by an artist trying to make a comeback. And I heard it and I was just like. Mm-mm, stay at home with the babies. Stay at <laughs> home with this. <laughs> so this song launched her first single from her new record label. So this was her first uh, production on Rhythm Nation Records. This was kind of a surprise for me because I was like, I wonder why Janet never started her own label early on in her career. But I guess she felt like now was the, at this time, was the perfect timing for that. Yeah, I think it was different too. Like earlier in her career, starting a record label was way more expensive. Like to, it was just more expensive. You actually had to like press albums and you had to have inventory. You had to ship it places and recording equipment was different. So there were, not that there were barriers to her entry. Like she could have afforded it. She could have done it if that was something that she was interested in. So maybe it just wasn't the right, time for her like you said maybe it was just this was a better time and probably a better deal and and probably just at this moment looking for a, a new challenge and also when she was with um island i think she was looking for more autonomy because i can't re recall it exactly but like the rock with you tour ended abruptly yeah and i think it was to do with the record company yeah yeah she, so she, she didn't was get probably like love. we ain't gonna do this again <laughs> yeah yeah, but you know what? There's a lot of artists that were on that um, island label that was like, you know what? We got to go. <laughs> Just I don't know who was over that label at the time, but the leadership definitely wasn't quite up to par for Janet. I'll have to look, but I do think L.A. Face was still there at that time. Mm, I got to say, this was probably the time, you know, she was with Jermaine. So she probably landed there because wasn't there some affiliation with So So Deaf and L.A. Reed? Yeah. And, yeah. 
Mm. It was just it was just a bad timing. Yeah, it was rough. But that man, you know, I'm still upset about that tour. That was one of her (laughs) best tours ever, and I will never forget that I did not get to see it before it was canceled. (laughs) So let's get back to this song. You know, the song really talks about her longing to reunite with a lover and thinking about all the things they're gonna do when they're back together. You know, they're not gonna get any sleep. And again, I was reminded of how she can make a super sexy song and not be crass. She can be crass when she chooses to, but she also has the skill and the talent to write you just like an uber sexy song without being just wild. It was so many catchy phrases in this song, but the one that comes to mind is Queen of Insomnia. (laughs) Yes. Insomnia is in the song, and then she got Fate Accomplished in the song. Like, ma'am, what are you doing? Yeah. But I mean, I always tell people sometimes a great song, it's just got to have that feeling. It doesn't have to be complex, and it don't have to be very graphic. You know, it just it just got to have. It's got to be able to touch you in a way, but get yet still get a point across. Yeah, I mean, she's a great storyteller. So all of her songs, like, you can almost see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Another thing I liked about it was she wasn't trying to do too much as far as production. There wasn't a whole lot going on. And it just felt like she went back to her roots with this song. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you need, you know what I'm saying? Because I think about other stars who come out with comebacks, and they just go back to what, what actually worked for them in the past, like, This is what my lane is, and this is what I'm sticking to. Yeah. And this song almost didn't make the track list, is what I understand. So, you know, Jimmy says that it was basically one of the last tracks they recorded. He said it was like 5 in the morning, and they had completed a full day. So they called it No Sleep because they were still awake, (laughs) and they weren't getting any sleep. Uh, (laughs) He said they didn't do anything with it, and months went by. And Terry Lewis was using Jam's computer looking for something and he discovered this track. And so they played it for Janet and she, of course, immediately liked it. So she just decided that she was going to write to it. So this almost didn't make the album, which would have been a tragedy because this this ended up being her longest number one on the Billboard R&B adult charts. And you know what? I was surprised about that because I thought... That's the way love goes would would have been on the charts like way longer at number one. Yeah. So you know what? I don't know. Hold on. Let me just look and then I can tell us. I think the adult charts was like a recent creation. Oh, okay. Um, well, she could have made it. it. Its first chart came out in September 1993. September? Okay. That makes sense because that's the way love goes came out in what, April? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why. Okay. And it's no sleep. Spent seven consecutive weeks at number one. Yeah, it actually was on the charts for 10 weeks, I think. So those seven consecutive weeks. And then it made some like sneak appearances uh, a week here and a week there. I like what Vibe actually said about this track. They described the track as the metal soundscape sounds like Janet literally just got some incense, sat down on the studio floor and let the words flow from her mouth without a second thought. Anytime I play a Janet track, it's definitely some candles, some incense, and it's definitely going to be a nice night. You know, she says she <laughs> she lights candles in the studio and the incense and all that. So maybe vibe is exactly right. And plus, Janet was in a happy place because she tweeted that 
This song was for her hubby at the time. You can say his name because I'm not. <laughs> oh, I can't say his name because I can't. <laughs> I read an article where they were like, he goes by Sam. And I said, okay, Sam. I don't know if I trust that. <laughs> we'll just call him Mr. Almana. All righty. And then the video was actually directed by Mr. Dave Myers. Once again, she teamed up with Dave Myers a couple times. Yeah. One was our What Have You Done For Me Lately remix, which was all for you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know and... what he was saying to me. I was like, what have you done for me lately remix? <laughs> I just feel like those videos are so similar. They just were made in different decades. <laughs> He also did Make Me, or that we'll talk about at some future date. <laughs> in the video, Janet's inside a mansion on a late night during a rainstorm. And she's just walking around the house and waiting on her honey to come over. Oh, and the cool thing about this video, I'm just, the cool thing about the video is she featured some pictures of her and Joe Jackson. I guess that's a dedication to him. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the video has several pictures of her as a kid. And I think the most prominent one is the one with her and her father's like projected on the wall. But mm -hmm. there's several other pictures of her as a tiny top throughout the video. And it made no sense to me. Like, why is Kid Jan on the wall when you singing about getting ready to bone your man? Well, hear me out when I put this out here. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's work it out. I'm not high. <laughs> but I'm thinking she's saying that waiting on her boo make her feel like a kid again. That's deep. I don't know if that's what she's saying, but I am going to take it. Please do. Please do. I don't even smoke, but I I'm think I'm going to take the money and run. Take it. I'm telling you, take it. Take it. Now, one thing about the video I didn't like, which I know I shouldn't say because I'm a Janet fan, I didn't kind of like the way they did J. Cole. He looked a little too computerized or something. It was weird. Though I thought his portion was the most interesting portion of the video. Even though he looked like Hubert <laughs> in the video game <laughs> popping up everywhere. <laughs> I thought it was the most visually interesting because the video, and this is hard for me to say, and everybody should get one of these, but this was like the most unambitious video <laughs> Janet Jackson has ever made <laughs> and it hurts me to say that but the truth is one of them would have to be the most unambitious <laughs> and it's certainly this one <laughs> she tried I don't know um I still enjoyed it but I thought like the only parts that were like really interesting that kind of made you think like hmm, well what's going on here was the part with j cole and you know he was multiplied like the question i had in my mind was like why so many j coles because like, <laughs> he was moved the way he the movement of his hands kind of was that i think they were just trying to make an effect with his lyrics and stuff because he had a dope verse i picked up on that like there was a part when he says you give me butterflies and a butterfly appears <laughs> so i convinced them they went back and were like okay how can we make this a touch more interesting? <laughs> Someone was like, can we add CGI butterflies? I need a butterfly right here. <laughs> so, I mean, they tried. 
and it's pretty. And you know, I'm a sucker for pretty. It's gorgeous. I yes. like the blue hue of it all. Janet looks amazing. Yes. I like the jewelry and the hat and the hair, everything. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But we could have done with less computerized. J. Cole. Well, yeah. Again, I guess we're going to disagree there because I feel like that helped it a little bit. <laughs> you want to take away the fo- the childhood photos and I want to take away Jake. I wanted J. Cole to be there. <laughs> Just be there. <laughs> this your chance. You want to track with Janet. You show up for that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you, yeah, yeah. You knock on the door. Hey, I'm here. I know y'all wasn't expecting me where I need to be. <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk about my favorite version of the song. Like, No Sleep itself, the natural version, is phenomenal. But that remix with the Middle Eastern beat, the Afshin or Afshin remix. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I almost <laughs> murdered myself dead in the shower, <laughs> dancing way too hard. <laughs> okay, Annalise. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to do better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard this one. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> you it touched, it touched your soul that much. Huh? <laughs> you you really missing out and I don't want that life for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you act like I'm doing some drugs. I don't want that life for you. <laughs> stay away from that corner when we hang up your homework is to listen to that remix oh my goodness then you need to text me and let me know because i'm telling you it's three minutes of fire (laughs) hey if my knee go out i'm gonna blame you and send you to dr bill you can send it (laughs) might not get paid but send it anywhere you want So let's talk about, we don't really have any TV performances, but we do have some live performances of No Sleep. Um, the first time we saw her was on the Unbreakable Tour. Yes. And she's continuing to perform it on the State of the World Tour as well. The one thing I remember about seeing her in, on tour during the Unbreakable was the fact that, you know, when J. Cole's part came on, he was like appearing on the screen on the big screen yes and uh the fact that everybody in the stadium was just rocking because i saw her in memphis at the fedex and um everybody was rocking and janet was looking good she looked like she was back to her old self she was just having fun and the atmosphere just being surrounded by so many fans so many people that loved her as much as you love her that's like one of my most memorable nights ever I think that song sounds amazing live. Mm -hmm. It sounds great on the album, but just live when you're in the building and you can feel the bass and her band, you know, they're phenomenal. And it really is one of the highlights, even though like it doesn't like it has a dance routine and Mm -hmm. it's it's okay. But oh, you didn't like the Bobby Sharma dance that she does? I didn't care. I mean, the music was so good. It just... <laughs> It didn't matter. Man, that was it right there. <laughs> I was like, go on, Janet. I'm glad it touched your soul. Oh, it did. Because I was like, yes, Janet. That's how you do it. That's how you yes. do it. Hot boy style. What? <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments of the show. Just 
Because it's a slow jam. You know, sometimes on the slow jam, she sits down. But this one, she like gets up and really commands the audience. And it sounds so good. And they look good. And it's just good. Yeah, and that, that hair was blowing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in the State of the World tour, she this was where on the first one. So I don't know what she's wearing now during that song. But when she had like the plaid layers with the gray t-shirt. <laughs> but I remember... I, I remember particularly she had the key in her ear in this song. And I just love, I was like, I love that key. Like, I love that she put all of those little throwbacks or those callbacks to her own career in her show. So I love that. Yeah. Now, this song came out in 2015. And, you know, we mentioned that we hadn't seen her in forever. I think like six or seven years it had been since we'd seen her. And I have to credit BET with, I call it the Breadcrumb Award. <laughs> Cause they, they just they sprinkled on the show. They sprinkled them breadcrumbs out and got her to come out with the 2015 BET Ultimate Icon Award. Man, you sugarcoating it. They invented an award to get Janet there, <laughs> no doubt. But you know what? She deserved it. She deserved it. But that it was truly made up. Like somebody sat in a room around the table and was like, "What we got to do to get Janet?" <laughs> Tell Jenny we're going to give her an award. Can she make it? <laughs> and then I was disappointed because she didn't perform. And I'm like, man, Janet, you could have performed something. I'm convinced she didn't even sit down in that building. I think <laughs> <laughs> she stayed in her limo eating her Popeyes until they said, okay, you about to hit the stage. All she, right. Because she was, I feel like she was, she was like early-ish in the show. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they put the camera on Joseph and Catherine that one time and we ain't see them no more the whole show. Nah. So the, some seat fillers came. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if any other family members came. She was like, let's ride. Let's ride. I don't know if anybody else came because I don't remember seeing pictures, but I bet if anybody else did, it was Reby. Because yeah. I love that Reby will show up for Janet. She will show up and you don't even know she's there until you see pictures after the fact. And he was like, oh, Reby was there? You got free tickets. All right. <laughs> what what color we wearing? Well, you know, she said that Janet really is her baby because, you know, kind of like my mom and Kathy were, you know, yeah. she was of the age where you was basically the main caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I, I get that. Like, you know, she's very proud of her baby sister. Yeah, she should be because Janet has definitely accomplished a lot in her 52 years here on Earth. <laughs> Yes, and still going strong, man. That's sometimes she make me question, like, "What girl? What you doing with your life?" So I think every you gotta find what works for you, and she definitely found what works for her. Well, right now, what works for me is that two piece from Popeye. Here you go. That <laughs> doesn't work for anybody, <laughs> man. That works for zero people. I bet you won't be ashy afterwards. No, you will not. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words about no sleep? I just know that No Sleep is definitely on my playlist. I'm not going to say the name of the playlist, but it's mm. definitely on my playlist. By not naming the playlist, we all know what playlist it's on. Hey, it gets me warmed up. It's my warm-up song. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't going to tell you what my finale song mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so <laughs> this 
has been fun. I definitely enjoyed revisiting this song because I don't think I've seen this video in probably a couple years. Uh, So I definitely enjoyed revisiting this song and seeing the video. This was her longest running number one on the adult R&B chart. So just another reminder that many decades into her career, she is still finding ways to break records, her own and others. Now it's time for our next segment. <laughs> All right, cuz, what's making you want to scream this week? I have a pee. <laughs> Not even a pet peeve. You just have a peeve. It, it pees me to death. <laughs> can you believe it anyways I try saying that real fast it pees me when people see me eating a burger and going what you eating <laughs> I mean you see me I'm eating food and then they follow it up with well if you're not gonna eat all of that just remember I'm on the other side wait a minute time out I'm not who says I have a business called Kimmy shareables where if I don't eat lunch I'm gonna share it with you no let me eat my lunch my dinner my breakfast in peace I don't feel like doing a food network show with you <laughs> like oh don't do that and then don't point at my food because I have a fear that your finger is gonna touch something on my plate and I don't know where that finger's been I I understand I understand where you're coming from. I'm going to put a fa- like a church fan and put Janet's finger and I will not. <laughs> Are you going to give me a piece? I will not. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's what's making me want to scream. Too funny. <laughs> okay, so what's making you want to scream, cuz? What is making me want to scream is I am all caught up on power. What you mean all caught up? Like you were behind? Yes, I was majorly behind. And so I was able to binge into the new season. And now I don't have any more to binge. I have to wait week (laughs) by week like a commoner. Okay, first of all, I'm mad that you were behind. <laughs> you don't you don't miss an episode of Power of Ghost? I do miss episodes and I had to block several family members on Facebook who want to talk about the show. Like I'm not gonna do this with you. No, now you know you are at fault because you gotta be on time with power. Listen. <laughs> power don't pay my rent. <laughs> I watched the most recent one after, you know, I got through all of the episodes that I was behind. And when I got to the end, I was like, oh, no. So who's your favorite character on Power? You know, that's a tough question because they're all so good for so many different reasons. Except Kanan. No offense to 50. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Uh Uh-oh. Kanan and Tommy are probably my favorite. Tasha's my favorite. I like Tasha. And I even liked Angie, even though she goes against everything I stand for. Because, like, I hate being forced into rooting for the mistress. She the devil, too, though. (laughs) It's like she's a character that you think you know what she stands for. And I'm like, you really don't stand for nothing. (laughs) No, not really. She won't power. That's what it is. Yeah. 
yeah so yeah i'm enjoying it but it did make me scream when i got to the end and i was like oh so i gotta wait ah i don't like this feeling at all (laughs) (laughs) so that's it for us this week on behalf of myself courtney stribling and my cousin cousin cam we'd like to thank you for spending time with us if you'd like to reach us you can do so on twitter and instagram at JJ Today Pod. That's at JJ Today Pod. Our intro and outro music, Good For You by THBD, is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. <laughs>